I'll go start the coffee. I'll be down in a minute. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura, wake up. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We are reading a book of Acts today. We're starting in... Not a book. Why do I always say that? Well, I think Acts would be a book. I know, but I said I'm reading a book today. Like, I don't we know. read a book a day. Yeah, everyone knows. a lot knows. to do. We have all these faithful followers. We don't need to explain what we <laughs> do every single day. What? Okay. I think so. No. No? We should explain? Yes, we should explain. Okay. We read a chapter a day. We're in chapter 24. And we've been learning about Paul's missionary journeys and the third one third one just ended or are we in the middle of where are we yeah the third one ended third journey ended this and he went people, back to Jerusalem he went back to Jerusalem and then he got a, a mob uh, attacked him in the temple and then he was taken to Caesarea and the governor of Caesarea put him under house arrest at Herod's palace. So that's where he is now. And the transfer of Paul, as we're going to see, to different prisons and stops on his way to eventually Rome, which is where the Holy Spirit said he would have to go and testify about him in our last chapter, is sometimes called the fourth missionary journey even though he really doesn't have a say in where he's going because he's under arrest, he does continue to preach. You said that all so slowly. It was almost painful. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> so you said him being transferred and carted around between prisons and trials is considered his fourth missionary journey, or sometimes called his fourth missionary journey. Is that correct? Yeah, you said that much quicker than I did. Yeah, I mean, we summarized it. Thanks. (laughs) So this chapter says the trial before Felix. Chapter 24 of Acts. Here we go. Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus, and they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. When Paul was called in... Tertullus presented his case before Felix. We have enjoyed a long period of peace unto you, and your foresight has brought about reforms in this nation. Everywhere and in every way, most excellent Felix, we acknowledge this with profound gratitude. But in order not to weary you further, I would request that you be kind enough to hear us briefly. We have found this man to be troublemaker, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the Nazarene sect, and even tried to desecrate the temple, so we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to learn the truth about him. These charges are the, learn the truth about all these charges we are bringing against him. The Jews joined in the accusation, asserting that these things were true. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul replied, I know that for a number of years you have been a judge over this nation, so I gladly make my defense. You can easily verify that no more than 12 days ago, I went up to Jerusalem to worship. My accusers did not find me arguing with anyone at the temple or stirring up a crowd in synagogues or anywhere else in the city. And they cannot prove to you that the charges they are making against me now. However, I admit that I worship God, our fathers, as a follower of the way. 
which they call a sect. I believe everything that agrees with the law and that is written in the prophets. And I have the same hope in God as these men, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or, these who are here should state what crime they found me, or found in me when I was stood before the Sanhedrin, unless it was this one thing I shouted as I stood in their presence. It is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix, who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias the commander comes, he said, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. Several days later, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was a Jewess. He sent for Paul and listened to him as he spoke about the faith in Jesus Christ. As Paul discoursed on righteous, righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, That's enough for now. You may leave. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. When two years had passed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, but because Felix wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. And that's the whole chapter. That's it. Sorry I read the whole thing without stopping. I thought about enough. stopping, but I was... I felt like I hit a flow at one point. Yeah, you don't have to <laughs> apologize for reading God's word. I enjoyed it. Ugh. So, questions? Do you have questions? Do I have questions? Did you ask yourself if you have a question? Do you have questions? I don't have so much as questions as... Things you comments. want to tell. Tell me. Well... I'd be much more happier to answer questions than just kind of... You'd be much more happier. Much more happier. Well, let's go back to the beginning. All right. They presented their case before Felix. Mm-hmm. And they both start out by complimenting the judge. <laughs> yes. And... Be like, honorable judge Judy. You know? <laughs> right. And... They say he was desecrating the temple, or tried to desecrate the temple. And he kind of comes in with the, like, they have no proof of this. They can't, you know, ask anyone I wasn't doing this. So he has his, like, lawyer defense. And... And their probably background of that, of desecration, was that he... They thought he was bringing in uncircumcised people into the purification rites. They actually thought he was desecrating the temple or they're making up lies right now just to get him in trouble. Well, the desecration would be to bring in someone that is unclean into the holier parts. Mm -hmm. But that's what he says when they first found him. He's like, yeah, we were clean and those people aren't even here. And I mean, it's the same thing that they said against Jesus. Oh, he's stirring up the crowds. He's he's causing riots. Mm-hmm. When it's interesting, people always accuse others of the thing that they're guilty of. 
Mm-hmm. So, then it, after they both say their thing, and then it says, Felix was well acquainted with the way. Um, and then we find out his wife was a Jewess, which is just saying female Jew, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. And... Yeah, so he would have been well acquainted just because this is, what, I don't know, 50? So this is 20 years after Jesus rose from the dead. And that's still, I mean, it's forever going to be something that people know about. And then you hear about the persecutions and Pentecost. Many people would have heard about as well. Right. And well, it says he's been governing Judea and Samaria for six years. So he's obviously familiar with the way. Mm-hmm. Also a fun fact I just read in the bottom of my Bible here. Drusilla was Felix's third wife, the daughter of Herod Agrippa I. At age 15, she married Azizus, king of Amisa, but deserted him for Felix a year later. Her son, also named Agrippa, died in the eruption of Vesuvius. Wow. Did you know that? I did not know that. Some, which it says happened in AD 79. So wow. that's a fun fact about her. So I don't know how fun uh, it is for your child to be killed by a it's not volcano. Anyone but. I know, I was just think it's a fun fact that it we have connections to historical documents. That's true. Which, yeah, people dying is part of history. That's mm, true. So, sorry if it's not as fun as you thought I was going Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't mean I'll take any it. amount of fun at this point in the morning. <laughs> I didn't but... want to overhype the fact. No, it is. But it was fun to me. Okay. So, then, he... So in verse 22, and he says, when Lysias, the commander, comes, I will decide your case. Is he saying that because he just wants to put this off? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do it himself, or he doesn't want, he doesn't want to hurt Paul, but he also doesn't want to free Paul. So he's basically living, it might living in the same palace Herod's palace still for two years mm-hmm. so in a way the Jews have succeeded slightly because Paul's not they've silenced him yeah he's not out and about spreading the word but then they also haven't succeeded because he's you know living sort of a I don't want to say a cushy life but he has freedom he's in a probably a nicer state of affairs than most prisoners yeah, but he really can't serve, in their minds, he can't serve a church well. But while he is here in prison, this is where we think a lot of the letters that he wrote to the different churches that he mm-hmm. visited were from. So he wrote letters to Corinth, he wrote a letter to Philippi, he wrote uh, letters to Ephesus, or a letter to Ephesus. Apparently he wrote a letter to Laodicea, but we don't have that letter. The Holy Spirit did not decide to keep it with us, but 
So he's writing all these letters, and these letters have stood the test of time because God has preserved them so that we would learn, and they have helped the church not just for the, the few years that mm-hmm. Paul was alive or the few months that he was teaching there, but they have helped the church for thousands of years. So while they thought they were doing, trying to silence the church, what they really did is pushed Paul into making a a legacy, I -hmm. guess, type media that they could look at. So I'm not not sure about which books you just mentioned and then which other books there are, but some of his books he talks about being in chains or like being in jail and it sounds sort of like it's not very much fun there are times he's in actual chains and there and then i think other times he's talking just as a figure of speech Mm -hmm. you know i'm behind bars I i mean how many jails actually are bars like the old wild west well i guess i can't say i haven't been to jail recently (laughs) it's not not a fun place to go but i I mean in most movies there's still bars and stuff so i mean not like anyway um so he's he's got it kind of nice because his friends can come and take care of him which is something else that's written about in those other letters right like i've heard from you know, this person and this person that you guys are doing this, and I've heard this and this, you know, so he's he's getting news. He's not in... He's receiving news. Whatever, like, isolation. However, he loves traveling and talking to these people firsthand. I'm trying to look on the bright side. He's... (laughs) No, there is. I know, obviously, it's a punishment and it's a hindrance, but God is working through it, just like you know, God was working through when Joseph was in prison. Old Testament Joseph. Well, here's a great way of looking at this. It's like he's in a lockdown for COVID. He can't go anywhere. He has to stay in his house for two mm-hmm. years. And when I go, well, that's not too bad. He's living in a palace. And mm-hmm. a couple of his people in his close bubble can visit him. At the same time... It's just not ideal for what well, he wants. Well, I was not trying I know to what you're not saying. I know you're looking on the bright side. I, I understand. Just, I'm... I think, so we've said this before in other podcasts, I think of myself as pretty knowledgeable about the Bible. I went to, you know, private school and taught in private school for many years. But I feel like when you're a teacher or a student and you're learning the Bible, you learn Old Testament till Christmas then you learn about Jesus' birth, you learn all about Jesus, and then it's Easter, and then you get Easter, Pentecost, mm-hmm. Ascension, and this, and, and then it's the end of the year, and teachers are, there's so, well, there's so many stories in the Bible, even if, like, you're, you know, teaching about Jesus, you have to pick and choose, well, which miracle do I teach this year, which, whatever, parable can I teach you, because you only have so much time. And it takes a long time mm-hmm. <clears throat> to learn all this. So by the by the end of May, you're hmm, just quickly summarizing like maybe Paul's conversion 
and he made some missionary journeys and God always watched him, you know, and you don't always get to this. So it's not like the Christmas story or the flood where you hear it every year. Some of these stories, some people have never heard. And even I feel like I haven't, it's not like the most solid part of my, my biblical knowledge is all all this stuff. But I think you get this vision of Paul, I'm writing from you in chains or I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't be with you. And I'm not saying it's ideal, but I think I always pictured him in like this cold cell made out of like, you know, it's like a hole in the ground. The cave, yeah. Yeah, and he's got like one little window and he looks like Tom Hanks and Kate Castaway and he's... Well, that's what the picture, there's a famous picture of the Apostle Paul, you know, where his hair is all unkempt and he's got this bad looking Maybe beard and he's like I'm crouched handling. over. Yeah. yeah. Or, but... I mean, it's not, it's a, it's a portrait somebody drew, it's not actually someone drew a picture of him, <laughs> you know, while they're looking at He didn't sit and pose for yeah. his p- portrait. Um, yeah, so I picture being like this very terrible imprisonment and he's being whipped every day and, you know, you're lucky I keep you alive, sort of like last, every day could be the last day of your life. And, um... I know that there were times he was under house arrest, but never really quite pictured it like, you know, lockdown, which is absolutely not fun and terrible for mental health, but it's better than being in a hole in the ground. That, so That's true. I mean... <laughs> I'm just trying to look. It's like, side. what is... What's that old expression? <laughs> better than a stick in the eye or whatever... <laughs> So he's, he's, yeah, he gets to have, like, his friends visit him, and he has freedom in this palace, and he actually gets to talk to Felix, and his wife spoke about Jesus, and at first when I was reading that, verse 24, he, Felix, he sent for Paul and listened to him as he spoke about faith in Jesus Christ. I was thinking, well, that sounds nice, like, maybe he's going to make a breakthrough, and he's going to you know, convert him to the way. But then when you keep reading, well, he does say he's afraid. So well, he's like... Well, look what he's talking about. Righteousness, yeah. self-control, and judgment to come. That's the law. But Be righteous, control immediately yourself. Immediately after that, you know, he says he's afraid and he sends him off. He Maybe he's feeling guilty. Like, he doesn't want to hear this message anymore because he feels like he's being lectured. But then it says he was hoping Paul would send him, offer him a bribe. So he kept sending for him frequently. So he's like, oh, come talk to me. Come tell me lessons and things. But each time he really is just hoping that Paul will bribe him. Or Paul would bribe him or his Jewish friends would bribe, get together some money. as kind of a ransom. I wonder if Paul was thinking like, oh, I'm making progress. We've been meeting for an hour every day and he really seems interested and he keeps calling me back and like, well he knows he's well acquainted with the way he knows yeah. that jesus so he they, might they be claim that jesus rose from the dead he worked on him i mean the holy spirit does not say that he came to faith at all here he does he does say that he left after two years and it's it's interesting his reaction to it which is, 
I don't want to hear this anymore, leave. And then the reason why he keeps bringing him back, even though he's afraid and doesn't like to hear Paul tell him about the law is, I can get some kind of financial gain out of talking to this person. And that's, it's just such a selfish motivation. And so, so different than a person of faith. Mm -hmm. So yes, he had Paul in front of him, but from here, I really don't see any indication that he came to faith. I hope he did. Well, we will find out someday. Then they say two years pass, uh, he succeeded, but because he wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, basically saying he didn't want to irritate the Jews or cause riots or uproars, he left him in prison. So now he does say prison, doesn't say house arrest. So maybe at some point during the transition, he says, yeah, you can't live in this palace anymore. You're going to have to go to this other holding area. Yeah, and I don't know where... Well... Let's see here. What... Um, um, what word is for prison there? Um, last last word in our, our chapter. Let me look. Because it definitely says... In verse 23, give him some freedom, permit his friends to take care of his needs, and then keeps him in prison. So maybe he's considering this prison because he's locked up, or maybe he actually goes to a different uh, cold, dark hole in the ground. Uh, means. So right now, the reason there's all these pauses, if you're listening, is because pastor is looking up the Greek words trying to make a quick translation for me which is what we would normally do or by ourselves as he would look up answers to my questions but I realize that this is no, a long long time to it wait is. for an it's answer. It's a bit of a pause. Okay. So the, <laughs> the word really means left Paul bound. So it's the same word that if you got I don't know, a whole bunch of sticks together and wrapped them up so you could carry them better. I don't know how often people do that. But so you mean it's, tied up. Yeah, tied together. So it could be a figure of speech that he actually did or he might have been actually there. But again, he was succeeded. It doesn't say he died. So that mm -hmm. might be why the favor. He was moving up the ladder in the Roman government and to have the Jews write a positive recommendation about him or to say oh wow you know you did a great job in this land you can now be the or governor just of just make, make a peaceful transition you know, for the next guy because if he just like lets all these prisoners go on his last day and, oh, yeah, and a new person comes in they'd be like what what did you leave me with here? And who is this guy? Yeah, don't, doesn't know the backstory, so yeah. just make it easy. Leave mm -hmm. him in prison. Yeah, leave. You know, make make the people happy, which is kind of, you know, 
it was pilot's MO. Like, I don't want to make... There's already so much dissension. The Jews don't like the Romans. So why would they just irritate them and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you guys, let, let these people go on. We're going to do just, you know. They're trying to make peace where they can. Maybe they think this is a little battle we can agree on and have some peace for some time and if I keep Paul here then there's going to be less dissension in my province. And it also seems that the supporters of Paul aren't causing riots or uproars so it's the... They're probably all just trying to lay low and not get arrested themselves. Yeah. But yeah the next we'll continue hearing about what happens to him in his house arrest trial journey, a.k.a. the fourth missionary journey. Prisoner Paul, journeying around. <laughs> and we'll, ch- we'll read on in our next episode. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Bye. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura wake up.
Scooby-Dooby-Dooby-Doo-Wop. Pastor Ann, Laura, wake up.